Welcome to the Wedding Planning Podcast with Day of Diva, where newly engaged couples can find efficient tools, hear from industry professionals, and even uncover new trends to help guide couples through their dream wedding, from florals to fine dining and everything in between. But to find more details, you can find us on our socials like Instagram, Facebook, Pinterest, and YouTube. And with a simple click to subscribe, you'll be invited back to our next episode. Or you can visit dayofdiva.ca. Now here's your professional and seasoned luxury wedding planner, Amanda Kosh. Hello, hello, hello. We are here with episode number 43 of the Wedding Planning Podcast. As always, I am your host, Amanda Kosh, wedding planner out of Canada. I own Day of Diva Planning and Coordination, and I have this podcast to share all of the wedding planning tips and advice. So here we are, episode number 43. I hope everyone is having a beautiful day and all of your wedding planning is going exactly how you want it to. <laughs> Those are the good vibes that I am sending you because I know wedding planning is stressful. Trust me. <laughs> uh, so episode number 43 is all about what to include on your save the dates and your invites. We get this question a ton, all the time. So here's all my tips and advice. So when to let's start with when to send your save the dates slash invites this is another question that we get a lot um this is my opinion there's lots of things on google but this is just what we advise our clients to do so for save the dates a lot of our clients are having destination weddings because we get a lot of clients from the states from other parts of canada that fly or drive to the canmore and banff area if you guys don't know um canmore and banff google it it's amazing it's beautiful it's about an hour to an hour and a half from where i live and i spend 50 percent of my summers out there i just looked the other day and out of our 52 events this year i think we did almost 30. we're in canmore banff lake louise emerald lake um, sort of mountainous area. It's an amazing, beautiful wedding destination. So we have a lot of people that are traveling for weddings. So what we advise our couples to do is send the save the date as soon as you can. As soon as you have all the information, why not? Get it out there. As soon as you have your guest list, you've booked your venue or venues, um, you have your date and you have your wedding website up and ready to go with some more information, I would say send it right away. Unless you're waiting for, you know, engagement photos to send those out. Absolutely, you can wait for that. But I would say as soon as you have all of the information that you need for that, send it. Like if it's two years out, cool. If it's a year and a half, great. A year, definitely. Less than a year, send it out as soon as you can, especially if you have people that are flying or driving or it is more of a destination. So those are my thoughts on that. I mean, don't be stressed if you're like, you know, we just decided we're going to get married in eight months. Send it out as soon as you can. Um, But those other guidelines are for people that already have everything booked. Send it out as soon as you want. So let's talk about what you should include on your save the date. So I would say 90% of our couples send their save the date electronically. Um, Lots of people are not sending paper save the dates as much anymore. It really depends on the client. 
or the couple and what you prefer, but it's totally okay to send it via email. Um, there are a couple great uh, websites that we use. We really like with joy. With joy, they're awesome, great, easy to use. A lot of our clients will give us access to their website with um, with joy, and we will update it or pull their guest list or things like that from there. So, very user friendly, and they have a lot of customization that you can do on it. So, for your save the dates, you want to have your date. <laughs> your location, definitely, you know, the venue, the address of the venue, definitely on there somewhere. And then uh, a link to your website. I I would say even people that have paper save the dates, we encourage them to have a wedding website. It's just the best and fastest way to get information out to your guests without them having to email you a million times and ask you a million things about hotel blocks and you know what's what is there to do in the area and things like that so how we do it is you know the save the date is that little card so they will get an email and it'll say hi Amanda and Julio <laughs> you are you are cordially invited to so-and-so's wedding click here to view the save the date so you click on that and then this is the part that you create which is like the card so it'll say you know um, Kaylin's getting married. Let's use Kaylin's name. <laughs> Kaylin and Colton are getting married on, you know, September 9th, 2024 at the Malcolm Hotel. Let's go with the Malcolm Hotel because we live at the Malcolm Hotel. Um, the Malcolm Hotel, Canmore. Um, and then for more information, click here to our wedding website. Boom, you click there. Things that you should have on your wedding website when you send the save the dates are definitely a little bit more information about hotels in the area. You don't need a hotel block or discount codes for your guests. It's a great gesture, but it's it's not necessary. Um, most of our clients lean towards a discount code because they are then not on the hook for the blocked rooms and they don't have to worry about tracking it. It's just like, you know, here's 15% off three hotels in Kenmore. Book your, book your stuff. Um, if you want to, you know, ensure that your guests are getting those hotels and um you can do a hotel block to basically hold those rooms for them let's say it's a long weekend or it's very busy and you know it's going to be crazy mind you there's lots of hotels everywhere so yeah the reason why i put hotel block information on that first email is there will be people that will want to book their hotel right away and book their flight and arrange everything before they even know any more information it'll just be like okay let's put it on the books book the hotel book the flight arrange a rental car whatever it is so those are my big ones like besides that everything else will be a bonus for information at that time um, you, you with with joy, you can send uh, blank emails at any time to all of your guests and say, hey, we've updated our wedding website, you know, check it out here if you want. Um, if you want to just get it all up there at that time, other things to include would be like stuff to do in the area, you know, some restaurants that maybe you recommend. Um, if you've never been to the area, ask your planner. I put a lot of that information where I send it to our couples of like, you know, great um, hikes around Canmore 
camping, um, what to do, food, um, yeah, restaurant recommendations, things like that on the website. Um, you can also put your engagement photos on there, you know, maybe a link to your engagement gallery. If people, you know, your grandma's been asking you, well, how do I download these? How do I save those? You can put it on there if you want. And then you could also put, you know, wedding party information at that time. If you have that sorted out, you know, like here's my maid of honor and here's a photo of them, a brief description. I find that most people don't do that as much anymore. Um, people are putting less and less emphasis on their wedding party, I find. So it's really up to you. If you want to put bios of everyone in there, other information to include would just be like, you know, ceremony start time to come, reception start time to come, cocktail hour start time to come. So just know that like we're working on the timing. You don't have to have that timing nailed down right at that time. Um, but I would just put anything that's TBD set as TBD or else people might be like, well, what time's the ceremony? It's like, we don't know yet. It's, it's coming soon. So just put it up there as TBD for them to figure that out. And then at that point, your RSVP, um, portal won't be, um, live. So people won't be RSVPing. You can get them to RSVP to your save the date. If you like, you could just say, yes or no. Um, usually you don't. It's just like, here's the information. This is what we have, you know, mark it in your calendar. Um, so yeah, that's save the date stuff. You don't need a ton on there. Date, location, link to website, hotel information. Boom. Done. Invites. Let's talk about invites. So, um, when do we send invites? This is the formal invite. This is yes or no, are you coming? What do you want to eat? Do you have any dietary restrictions? What does your kid want for a kid meal? Um, you know, song suggestions for our DJ or something like that. This is the whole shebang. You know, are you attending our rehearsal dinner? Are you, are you invited to our rehearsal dinner? Um, are you intend, attending our post-wedding brunch? So this is the time where we're asking all the questions. So at this point, you want to have everything dialed in of, you know, what time is your ceremony? What time is reception? Where are cocktails? Um, yeah, what are people coming to the rehearsal dinner? Um, invite your wedding party to your rehearsal time. You know, maybe you're doing a walkthrough, you know, this is at 4 p.m. the day before the wedding, and then we're going to the rehearsal dinner. So you want to have all of the event information uploaded and yes or no RSVPs at this time. So you can do all of that through all the wedding websites specifically the one we use with joy you can like ask them a million questions under the sun <laughs> do you need transportation you know are you arranging shuttles for your guests and you want to gauge how many people need a shuttle you could also do that in your um save the dates but i feel like nobody will know at that time if they need a shuttle or not okay so invites when to send the invites um we i personally we recommend um two months before your wedding day and then you set your RSVP around one month before your wedding day so then that gives you time to update your seating chart, update your venue count, update your catering count, update your name cards and your you know and that gives you time to actually make your seating chart as well. You could do it before. You could set it whenever you want. You could set it eight weeks before and be like I don't want to be stressed going into this. Mind you, as we get closer, there always are going to be people that 
drop out that you may need to add or move or or do whatever so just know that that is part of it um but i would say if you set it for four to six weeks before your wedding date they have to rsvp by and then you can send it you know 10 weeks or 12 weeks before if that makes sense so it's really there's no set with the invites just know that you want that information a minimum four weeks before your wedding call it five let's say five to be conservative so you want it at five weeks maybe you send it at seven weeks or eight weeks so two months out two and a half months whatever you want uh it's just a matter of getting the information from everyone so what do we want to include on the invites we want to again same sort of thing, you know, here invited, Amanda and Julio is invited, cordially invited to, you know, um, our wedding, please RSVP, definitely put this in the email, please RSVP by X date, and you can actually set a pop-up on some of the websites that'll say, please RSVP by this date, so we drill it into their head, you need to RSVP by this date, because I am shocked by the amount of people that don't say anything nothing like we can see the email has been delivered read and they don't say anything (laughs) at all no yes no no and I'm just like what anyway it happens it does happen so um to include we want the date all the times addresses of the ceremony cocktail hour and reception um when to RSVP by and you're going to want to include what they want for dinner if you're doing a plated meal. So are you having beef, chicken, or fish? And then please always leave a spot for do you have any dietary restrictions or issues or anything we should be aware of. Um, other things that you may want to include in there is, you know, uh, what's your favorite song? We're compiling a list for our DJ. Put that in there. Some people do that. And then with most wedding websites, you can also send out other invites. So you can filter it in a way where your wedding party will only get an invite to the rehearsal. Uh, You know, this is, and you can say it in a way like they can, they will only have access to RSVP to that. At least that's what with Joy does. Like if you select them as they are the wedding party, they will get the invite and see that they have to RSVP for the rehearsal and the rehearsal dinner. So you can, you can really customize it. But at the invite time, we're sending rehearsal dinner, rehearsal times, post-wedding brunch information, all the information that they need for the wedding day, parking, um, you know, it's, it, your website will still have all of this on it, like hotel blocks, other things, you know, gift registry. Uh, that's another thing if you want to include that on the save the dates would be a gift registry area or if there is a gift area and you don't want gifts and you want money, <laughs> just put a little blurb like, you know, your presence is a gift enough, but if you want to contribute to our honeymoon fund, um, give us money. <laughs> or if you have a link to, I know there's a lot of uh, websites where you can, people can essentially like donate money. <laughs> it's like a GoFundMe before a wedding. <laughs> uh, I, I don't know if there's any Canadian ones yet, but I know there's a lot in um, the US that you can use. So um, make sure you have all that information on your website. I definitely would put the gifts things on the save the dates. So go back and add that in because people will start asking you about gifts. Um, Yeah, 
we want to, at the invite time, we want to ask all of the questions and get everything, transportation, dietary restrictions, meals, kids meals, do you need a high chair, um, put all the Q&As in there and you will get all the information that you need and done. That's save the dates, that's invites, it's, it's, you can hear Duchess shaking in the background, Duchess, um, it's really not a lot and it's very, I find most couple these days find these websites very easy to use. You can upload, you can customize it, you can do everything on there. Um, so don't think, oh my gosh, I have to make this whole wedding website. It's basically a template and you just plug your information in there. It's very easy. So don't get too stressed out about that. But I would do do that right off the hop. Once you have everything, get just plug away at information on there. Um, but I would say that the link to the website is just going to alleviate you from all the questions that you're going to get from your guests. They might text you or email you. Just just try to put it all on there so you're not being bothered by where do I park or, um, you know, all that kind of stuff. Where, where do I insert my celiac allergy or things like that. So, wow, Duchess, you're really disturbing the podcast here. I don't know if you can hear that, but she's scratching. Um, yeah, so that is all my information for save the dates and invites. It's very straightforward. You know, it's, it's, it's not too much, but we get a ton of questions about it. So I hope that was informational. That's really all you need to include. Um, yeah, I hope you guys enjoyed. Look for many more episodes like this short and sweet, just me sharing all the information with all the questions that we get all the time from all of our clients. So I'm just trying to do little mini ones to get you guys all the information. And of course, we will have our guests on this season as well. More to come. I hope you enjoy the rest of this beautiful day. And as always, happy planning. And that is a wrap on another amazing episode of the Wedding Planning Podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. We appreciate you coming back every week to listen to all of our advice and tips on how to plan your wedding. If you want to follow along with our day-to-day and see some of the behind the scenes of the weddings that we execute, be sure to follow us on Instagram at The Day of Diva. And if you never want to miss an episode, be sure to subscribe on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. And we will see you next time. Happy planning. Thank you.